The question I'd like all of you to entertain this evening is, how do I know that my prayer makes a difference? How do you know that your prayer makes a difference? You know, because when we, when we analyze it, it often looks like prayer doesn't make a difference. For every war that actually happened and continued, prayers were not answered. For every soldier that didn't return from battle, prayers were not answered. For every disease that ran its course and killed, prayers were not answered. And on and on it goes. It seems as though there's a whole lot of data that prayers, at least when the Lord says he's going to give us what we ask for, which he says, it seems as though either he wasn't telling us the truth, which we believe he's God, that couldn't be the case, or he meant something else or more than what he taught. Now, on the flip side, there's all kinds of cases where somebody has a, has a disease, cancer, they're given a very short time to live, everyone says so. It's inevitable that they're going to die, and actually not just inevitable, it is soon, and yet they're healed. Certainly they undergo treatment, and there's also prayer, but even with the treatment, the doctors say, you know, they've only got a certain amount of time to live, and yet they're healed, from that cancer, and they live on, or many other diseases, many other pathologies that people have, if you want to look at just health. You know, doctors don't have an explanation, but, you know, being a doctor, you wouldn't necessarily say it's because of prayer. Most doctors just say, well, you know, I just, I can't explain it medically. Or you can think about other things in your life. I, I don't know how many of you have had prayers. Well, actually, let's take a show of hands. Everybody close your eyes. No, I'm just kidding. I don't want to embarrass anybody. How many people here have had a prayer answered and you know it? Raise your hands. Okay. So that's most of, you, most of us. Me too. But how do we know it was our prayer answered? Because once again, from the outside... A person could look at that and say, well, yeah, that worked out for you, whatever it was. You know, health or disease or just fortune came your way. But could not it just be luck? Could it not just be the way things fell? How do we know? It's, it's an interesting thing because if a person doesn't have faith, they'll never say it's because of prayer. You know, you can tell them, look, this happened to me. I've witnessed a miracle, and I personally have witnessed many. I've witnessed miracles. I know it. But you tell somebody who doesn't have faith, and what will they say? Nah, there's got to be another reason. I don't know that from the outside, a person can necessarily say, this was an answer to prayer. But from the inside, just as you have all done, most of you, we can say, no, I know that was God. I know that was God. It's, it's difficult from the outside when you don't have faith to say that God is actually operative because why would you? 
right? Why would you? Or if our faith is weak, we might say, well, I I don't know what caused that, but I don't know that it was God. Of course not. But again, somebody from the outside, now we shouldn't consider the atheist that much because what a horrible life. I mean, really, the atheist, everything is matter, everything is material, there's no causality in the world. They live, they die, and then they, the, the worms eat them. You know, it's just a horrible existence. So we probably shouldn't really consider them that much. However, they would just say people of faith are deluded, right? So things worked out a certain way. Yes, you prayed for it. Things worked out a certain way. But you're just giving a reason for it. You're just giving an explanation that fits your understanding or your belief, which is erroneous, of the cosmos. What I would like to say, though, or what I would assert, is that I think that there's more of a knowledge in each one of us when God is active, when He's been active, when He's answered prayers. It's more than just, you know, believing in a sort of a narrative about reality and about God. You know, I believe that this happened, therefore God did it, and that's my explanation. I think for most of us, when we know that God has answered, we have a knowledge that's deeper, that's deeper than merely knowledge you might read in a book or you might even observe through science. It's a knowledge of what we would say that the Holy Spirit gives. We know that God did that. I am certain. For some reason, I know a few of the reasons, but for some reason, when it comes to prayer, I'm incredibly stubborn. And the reason I'm stubborn, actually when it, become, when it comes to most of my life, I'm incredibly stubborn. But when it comes to prayer, I have this unfailing belief that God will answer my prayer. I just, I just know he's going to do it. Now, he doesn't always do it. And so what do I do in those times? Well, you know, he didn't want to do it. Uh, I probably deserved it or something else. But I have... I have this unflinching sort of faith that if God doesn't answer my prayer directly, he answers it indirectly. In other words, what I asked for wasn't the greatest good for me. That maybe he's going to deliver something down the line. Could be years, months, years, or maybe even no is the answer. And that no is a good answer. I think those of us who have seen prayer work would say this. Now, one of the things that Jesus is constantly telling us in the scriptures is about persistence in prayer, right? So he gives this parable of this unjust judge, the unjust judge and the widow. The widow keeps going to him and nagging him. Settle in my favor, settle in my favor, settle in my favor, settle in my favor. He doesn't like her. He doesn't care about her. He just wants her to go away. And actually he says, well, I'm just hoping she doesn't hit me. You know, this woman, I just want her to stop bugging me. By the way, this method will not work with me. (laughs) For some reason, I have the opposite, as the opposite effect. Father, don't do that. Well, I'm going to do it now. Don't do it. I'm going to do it now. Um, I'm going to stick my finger into that light socket. I don't care what you tell me. So, but God, God says, look, even if this unjust judge, or if this unjust judge will not answer, or will answer this lady because she keeps bugging him, how much more 
Will God, who loves us, bring justice for us? So what I'd like to assert is that the reason we ought to pray is the same reason we ought to do pretty much everything as a Christian. We do it because Jesus said so. I mean, you could, you could extrapolate this to a number of things. Why do we go to Mass on Sunday? Well, because Jesus said so. Directly, indirectly, he talks about keeping the, the covenant and the law that was handed on. Why do we confess our sins to a priest? Because Jesus said so. He did? Yeah. He told his apostles to do it. And then he said, keep doing it. You will bind and, and remit sin in my name, he said his, to his apostles. Etc., etc. Why do we believe in, in you know, the construction of the church as it is? Because that's what Jesus did. He made the church as it is. He constructed it in its hierarchical nature, as it is. Now, it's developed a bit. And it's certainly run across its own quite a bit of hardship. But that doesn't mean it doesn't come from a divine institution. And so why ought we pray? Because Jesus said so. And he also seems to indicate that there's gonna, there can be a good deal of time between what we ask for and when we get it. It might come speedily, but it might be delayed. He also tells us about prayer. Pray that what is answered is according to my will, not your will. There are times when we pray for things that are not good for us. There are times that we ask for things we should not ask for. Right? The ridiculous prayers of, Lord, grant me a brand new car just magically. Or if you're a Minnesota Viking fan, Lord, grant me a Super Bowl. Super Bowl. We've never won a championship ever in our entire history. It must be so depressing. I told this to my father many times. We pray for silly things like that. People usually ask me every Sunday, are you praying for the Packers? No, I don't think God cares. I really don't. You know, I joke about it, but I don't think he cares. I don't think he cares about a lot of things we care about. The things that he seems a lot more focused on is the relationship. He wants us to keep coming to him. He wants us to see ourselves as dependent on him. That from him, all good things will come in their time and when he chooses. So my last point is this. Examine your prayer life. Are you praying? Not just here, but during the week. Do you pray? If we don't pray every single day, there's something missing. And it's not hard. It's not that hard to pray. To say in our Father, a Hail Mary, a Glory Be, and ask the Lord for some intercessions every day, every night. And you might say, well, Father, that's not very much. I do a whole rosary. Well, good for you. Do another one. But, if, <laughs> but if, if we're not doing anything, we ought to be doing something. I remember um, I, was, uh, I was in grade school, and uh, for some reason one night I, was, I actually thought maybe I should pray. You know, I was seventh grade maybe. And I remember that I couldn't remember the Hail Mary. You know, and I'd been in Catholic school my entire life, and I just thought, oh, that isn't good. I had enough awareness to realize that isn't good. And from then on, I had this sense that, you know, I should probably be able to pray something every day or every night to keep this relationship going. So look at your prayer life. 
Look at that relationship with Christ and see if it can't be better. See if perhaps you can't add some more prayer to strengthen your relationship with him. He will answer us and he will give us all that we need. Please stand.